welcome welcome how the hell are we guys we're back we're back again with another pod and today i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest this story it might bring me to tears it might bring me to bloody tears because it's so depressing because i literally found the love of my life and well from my reaction you can tell what bloody happened but anyway before we get started firstly gonna get into obviously my pet peeve of the bloody week so now this week it's something a little bit different but it's it's been coming up for a while now and i think it's something like important that we should address shall we say so obviously there's been a lot of talk recently between people that I know about the online dating buzz and, you know, people getting back on the buzz, people not being interested, people who were never interested wanting to get on it and people who were so super interesting wanting to get off it. And look, do you know what I mean? I go through phases of, it's like a love-hate relationship for me. You love it and then you're so bored that you delete it. Well, I never delete it, obviously, because I never get that bored. But like, I just think, it's such good fun, love going on dates, I enjoy it, it works for me, I've gotten lucky, I've also gotten very unlucky, as you all know, obviously people are like, I'd rather meet somebody in real life than online, and that's perfect, that's fine, don't you worry about it, you go do it girl, you go find that boy in real life, and tell me how you did it, because I ain't having much success, if you know what I'm saying, but I think it's really important to note, and like the only reason why I bring this up is because I think like obviously back in the day, everybody who met on Tinder when they were younger lied about it and said that they met at like Wes or they met at like the park when they were knacker drinking or they met in school or the mutual friends and everyone lied about it. And it was a bit of like a taboo to like be talking to people online and to like meeting your boyfriend and girlfriend online. Then it became a thing that's so normal. Everybody does it. It's like the complete norm. I always thought it was normal. I always backed it, obviously. But like it became like really like the probably the main way people were meeting people and like going out with them. That was fine. But I don't know. I just heard recently, like someone said to me a while ago, like, I just don't think you're going to meet your person online. I think it's going to happen naturally. And there's going to be like this big story behind it. And I was like, fair enough. Maybe I will. My last two boyfriends, I did meet on like nights out and through a mutual friend. I didn't meet them online. But like, I've had so many amazing dates and guys I've been seeing from online. And if I was to meet Mr. Right and not Mr. Tonight online, I think what I would take from it is, is yeah, we met online. How lucky am I that I was able to meet somebody online when there's millions of people there and I found my person. Happy days. But also, it's like the first date, the story that comes with that, the excitement, the butterflies, the everything. And what comes after that is more important than where you met. Like, I don't give a shit if on my wedding day we have to say, oh yeah, when when I saw her and swiped right, blah, blah, blah. Like, who gives a fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know of a story of this this girl um that I know of who was in her late 30s, still hadn't, like, met Mr. Right, was, like, you know, dating all of her friends, boyfriend's friends, and, like, nothing worked out for her. And then she met a guy. No, sorry, actually, one of her friends was like, look, give the apps one last go. And she's like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm dusted. It's not working for me. I'm, not, I'm done. And she was like, look, just give it one more go. What's the worst that can happen? One more go. Gave one more go met a boy, went on a date, fell in love, married now, and at her wedding, she literally, like, spoke about this and made a joke about it, and I'm like, you are a fucking hero, you're a hero, you didn't give up, you knew what you wanted, you went out, and you found it, and of course she was lucky, because it can be hard to find, but, like, I just think of this whole thing of, like, making it, like, it's like it's not as romantic, or it's not as authentic, or it's not as, 
as natural if you don't meet them online. And I just, no, sorry, if you don't, if you don't meet them in a real person. And I just don't get that. I really don't. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there that go on a night out and they look like a fucking supermodel and boys come over and talk to them and boys reply to their Instagram stories. Like when I'm on a night out, a boy comes up to me and asks where the fucking toilet is because he thinks I fucking work there. Do you know what I mean? Like, or he asks, if I'm there, a guy comes up and asks me if my friends are fucking single and I'm like, no, but uh, have you seen me? Like literally, I was on a night out the other night, started dancing with this guy, I was obsessed with him and in the end he wanted my friend and I was like, look, you win some, you lose some, let's get in with my friend. Do you know what I mean? At least somebody is a winner tonight. Somebody is bringing home the bacon. Do you know what I mean? I just think we all need to be a little bit more realistic about life. And I feel like a lot of people are there, but I just think it's like it's the same as when you're in a room and somebody is quite bad acne and you have a really one really bad spot that's pissing you off. You probably wouldn't comment on your spot in front of that person because you don't want to make them feel worse about themselves. I think we all need to bring that into the whole online dating thing because like why would you try to make it seem as that online dating it's like not a really romantic way to way to meet somebody when in reality in 10 years time when when all of our friends are getting married a big majority of them will most likely have met online dating so I just don't really get it I just don't really get it but anyway I just wanted to say that if you're on the apps if you've met your boyfriend on the app fair fucking play because you are the real winner girls you are the real winner because you fucking managed to go through millions of people and fucking find your match and happy days that's what the apps are for that's why you match with them the clues and the name and I just want to say I'm here for it I back it and I would be more than happy to meet the love of my life on the app as long as you're meeting the love of your life your friends your family your neighbours your cat and your fucking dog will be happy for you that you've met the love of your life not about where you met them so let's just remember that and let's just try to normalise it okay (laughs) okay So today I'm going to be telling you a story about a guy who I was talking to back in September. So at this point in my life, things were very stressful. I had to move out of my apartment. I was homeless. Had to stay with my friends. My friends took me in. They're the greatest people in the world. Shout out to you all. I love you. Um, so staying with my friends and they were nurses which is great so like I always had a room every night which was like obviously amazing like always had somewhere to sleep and I was like moving from room to room and staying with them living out of a suitcase also working from home at theirs so like a bit of a stressful time to be alive had a stressful situation where I was living so things were all a bit up in the air but when things are up in the air does Martha care hell to the no she'll always be dating and anticipating to meet the love of her life so I said she's like come on we need a bit of gossip we need a bit of happiness bring it on who is the next contender mystery man reveal yourself so I started talking to this boy let's call him Ryan and I thought he was mine but he wasn't um so I started talking to this guy called Ryan and like he's six foot four, very much my type, like literally my type on paper, big fan and he was my boyfriend girls, there's just no two ways to put it, we were speaking for a month before we met up, when I was on nights out she'd call me when I was on the way home to make sure I got home okay, Um, he would text me telling me how beautiful I look when I'd send him a photo of me going on a night out he would text me back and forth all the time he'd send me playlists to listen to like why are we actually five fucking years old but anyway he'd send me playlists to listen to and like oh my god like he was just the nicest guy like the nicest guy very like boyfriend material and I don't know 
obviously like I'm very like anti-relationship for me in my life right now I'm living in London I'm having the best time of my life this is my prime this is my time to shine why do I keep rhyming today but very much like not looking for a relationship but I started talking to him he's really my type really nice guy so I was like look fuck it we'll give it a go why the hell not do you know what I mean nothing to lose so basically I was obsessed I'd get the bus to work listening to the music he sent me I'd think about him 90% of the day and he just made life a lot more fun and a lot more exciting so we decided we were going to go on a date but now this boy lives two and a half hours outside of London so the dedication to the cause and this is when you know if a boy fucking likes you you will know not once when I was talking to this guy before I date did I have to question if he liked me or if he fancied me or if he was interested or if he was bothered he was gonna trek six hours there and back to London to come on a date so he literally like okay let's make this the best day of our lives we're like let's kick it off at fucking 12 o'clock and go on a date all day and he had to get the train home at eight because he was up early the next day and it was two and a half hours to get home and he was up early the next day filming so we're like okay Rand, let's make a day of it so basically we met up and I was like so super nervous and you girls know I don't get nervous but I was nervous and I was like okay let's Uh, so basically I go to meet him and I end up going to the wrong place it was an absolute fucking disaster I was literally like oh my god okay I'm gonna have to get another tube to come to you and like we'd somewhere booked we had a booking so we were gonna be late and I was so super stressed as soon as I saw him all the stress just disappeared like gave him a big hug he was so lovely so gorgeous so my type he seemed really nervous which put me at ease because I was like oh my god he's nervous like that's so cute so anyway we walked we ended up going to Greenwich driving range which if you're in London do it 10 out of 10 would recommend so we're going to the driving range and I'm literally like do you know where we're going and he's like he literally looks at me he's like oh god sorry I'm all over the place I actually don't know where we're going let me get up on the map so I'm like lol so anyway we're walking there and like I'm not being dramatic from start to finish the chat just flew so easily like oh god we just got on so well such good chat 10 out of 10 so get to the driving range and all of a sudden fucking tiger woods tiger fucking woods emerges I'm not being dramatic every single shot that I hit haven't played golf since I was 14 was fucking belter of a shot past 100 yards girls the views were insane. You could see the Thames, gorge views, the nicest day ever, like proper September, but was roasting, so sunny. I was in like a long suit top, I was proper sweating. Literally every shot I hit was down down. He was like, you definitely like play on the weekends. You're just joking. I was like, I swear to God, I don't. But like, I should because I, I could go pro. Like, I'm going to give up the day job or get fired from it, lol, and become a professional golfer because this, this is my calling in life. Anyway, so he gets up, his first two shots weren't great. And I was like, oh, now this could give me the ick because we like a competitive sporty man girl. So we do. After that, he was smashing them. I was like, I was literally drooling. I was like, I actually can't cope. Like, oh my God. Like insane, insane, insane. Anyway, and at one point he was like, oh, let me take a video for you. And like, just really cute. Got drinks. Good crack. We relate. He genuinely did not even care that we were late. And I just loved that. Like, there's no, like, hassle or stress or anything. But anyway, so he's there smashing the ball. And I wish he was fucking smashing me. Genuinely, he was... He... If we were playing real golf, he would have been getting a hole-in-one. But there was only a hole-in-one that I was looking for that day. (laughs) Oh, dear God. I need to be stopped. Anyway, literally, I was like... 
the attractiveness of a guy who is sporty and talented and oh like I can't I actually can't put into words so anyway after the golf we went for this like really long walk once again walked the completely wrong direction we were both just like so wrapped up in like the conversation and getting to know each other and the good vibe it proper was like we'd known each other our whole lives and we were like really good friends but like I wasn't sure if there was like the flirty aspect was there or not so I was like okay I need to fucking find out because obviously I'm clinically in love with this voice like I need to find out if it's mutual or what the vibe is so anyway we go for this walk and then we figure out we're going the wrong way. So we walk to Greenwich Observatory. Anyone who's in London, also go there. It's very good. Walk to the top. I am sweating. I'm probably like, <gasps> so like, <gasps> the views up here. <gasps> Absolutely. <gasps> Lovely. Like, I literally couldn't breathe. I was like, Martha, you're on a date. Pull it together. Why have you done a few walks recently to prepare for this fucking hike? Like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, on the way up to the top, he did make a comment being like, oh, like all the boys are moving to London. I really want to move to London. And then I was like, oh my God, you definitely should. And he's like, well, now I suppose I've more of a reason to. And like kind of gave me a look. And I was like, okay, okay, flourishing. This is what we needed, success. So we get to the top and like, I'm telling about like West End shows I went to and he's probably like, oh my God, I've never been. We'll have to go to one. So I always think it's a good sign on a date. And I love how I'm about to give you advice and then say... <laughs> It was wrong. But in normal life with a normal guy, I think number one, them saying, like talking about future plans and doing stuff with you is a great sign. I also think it's a really good sign, like eye contact and just like the general vibe. Like in this instance, this boy's come two and a half hours for this date. If the date wasn't going well, most likely he would leave early and use that as an excuse because that's like such a fair excuse. Like I'm up early, it's two and a half hours, I better head. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's like little hints you can look out for it. But me being in this like crazy mindset I was in, I also think it was something to do with my pill. I was like, oh my God, I don't know if he likes me. I don't know what's going on. And I just really fucking liked him, which also didn't help the cause. So anyway, when we're at the top of the Greenwich, we realize, Greenwich Observatory, we realize we're starving. So we're like, let's go get food. So we go to a market, we get food. On the way to the market, we stop and get a takeaway pint. I was like, let me pay for the pints because you got the golf. And I always think like, always go 50-50. I just think that's like the best way to do things, especially on a first date. We're living in London. It's expensive. Everyone's broke. Like I would never expect a guy to pay for everything. He literally would not let me pay for a fucking thing. Like literally at one stage, grabbed my phone off me and put my phone in his back pocket. And I was like, I wish I was my phone right now. I wish I was my phone right now. Um, but no, like he literally wouldn't let me pay for anything, which was like obviously so lovely, such a gent, very nice film to do. So anyway, that was all great, really good signs. I was itchy, loved my life. I was like 10 out of 10, we love to see it. So get food at the market. Once again, he pays for everything. And then I got us a few cans of Marks and Spencers. We got told off in Greenwich for drinking in public like literally I was like okay kill me now kill me now like how fucking mortifying but as we were sitting there drinking it was like basically we we're sitting like on the water's edge it's so gorgeous so romantic and I have a view of like the whole of London and he's like a shit view behind me but also there was like a sunset behind him and it was just so incredibly stunning like oh god like the weather like whoever was up there looking down on me was fucking planning for a good date with the weather they gave us like it was stunning like it could have been pissing all day but it was stunning and an unreal sunset like 10 out of 10 so I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have to swap seats so you can have a look at like the nice view. You've the shit view. And he's like, no, I really like my view. Looking at me. And I was like, ah! oh my fucking God. Like 
you are the dream man. You are the dream man. So, like, you are what they say when, when a man is made by women. Like, he is that man. He was made in a lab by women. Like, such a gent. So good looking. Tall, handsome. Oh, I'm actually getting depressed. I'm getting depressed to even fucking think about this. So, anyway. Next, we get on the boat. And we're on the boat. And, and when we got on, he went to go to the bathroom on the boat. So, I ended up sitting down beside all these lads. And they started chatting to me. And I was like, because I had my own drink. And they are like, are you allowed to drink on the boat? And I was like, I don't know. I think you are. Anyway, we're having glass. So, then he comes back. I'm like, look. Look at me now. I am in demand. Ryan, look at me. I'm in demand. All these men want me. And you have me. So, come on. Can you step up to the mark? And, like, give me a few signs that you like me. Now, I know you're all saying, Martha, you're crazy. He's given you so many signs already. But I genuinely think it was my pill. Like, I was on I was on the pill for... I was on the pill for ages. And towards the end, I just, like... It literally just made me act so weird. But also, my life was a little bit of a car crash. But we love a car crash. We live for a car crash. There's always drama in my life. And I... I I will never not be grateful for the drama because we live for it. We need it. It makes every day a little bit more exciting. But I definitely just was not myself at the time. So I was very much like, I need him to do something. Like, I'll go on a date with a guy and he won't even give me eye contact. And I'll be like, I'm in there. He wants a bit of me. He's my future boyfriend. Where's this date? I just wasn't sure. So I was like, okay, I need him to like kiss me or like hold my hand or like put his arm around me now what I will say when we walked into like places he'd have his hand on my back which like oh my god to say I had literal like fucking I don't even know my blood was up pumping anytime he touched me like the chemistry and the sexual tension and the like the fact we just got on so well I just couldn't cope with it so anyway we're on the boat. I'm still not really sure if he likes me or not at this point. Our knees are touching and we're staring into each other's eyes and I'm like, kiss me. There's a million people around and I don't care. We're on a boat. So it's regardless, it's romantic. Just kiss me. But he doesn't. Like, to be honest, girls, I was tempted to get up and jump into the fucking River Thames just to see if he was going to jump in and save me. Like, I was risking getting fucking disease from jumping into that disgusting water just to see if this boy fucking fancied me. Like, I genuinely was like, last resort in we hop let's see if, if we live or die if he says we're not like that's how bad it was getting and then when we got off the boat we're walking over this bridge and it's getting dark and there's like loads of lights and it's so romantic and I was like can you actually just kiss me like you know the way in a movie like it's so romantic and they're about to kiss and like their friend walks in or somebody walks in and they get distracted like it happened 25 times with poor Troy and Vanessa and fucking high school musical and like it happened in the, the latest Spider-Man. Like his friend walks in with their right to kiss. And it's like, just let them kiss. Just let them kiss. I felt like that was us. But the only fucking reason it wasn't happening. Like nobody did fucking walk in and stop it. He just wasn't fucking kissing me. And like, oh, I was coming to the edge. I was like, I need you to kiss me in five seconds. Or like, I actually cannot cope. So anyway, after this, we walk to a bar. We got drinks. We got food. The chat is endless. Like we've now been together since 12 o'clock and it's now like seven o'clock. Having drinks, having food, proper lols back and forth, getting on so well. And in my head, I'm like, okay, after this, like he's getting the train home at eight. And like the whole day, I was like, oh my God, like we've only like four hours left, only three hours. And like, how mad is that? Normally a date is like two hours long, two, three hours. This date was literally like 10 hours and we didn't run out of anything to talk about. We just got on so fucking well. Like, oh, I just can't cope. I literally cannot cope. Anyway, so we're in the restaurant and seven, eight o'clock comes. 
when he's meant to be getting his train and he's like, no, 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 Scran, I'll get the next one. Half eight comes. Like, no, 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 Scran, I'll get the next one. Nine o'clock comes. No, no, Scran, I'll get the next one. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm in there. He would not be prolonging this date this much, paying for our drinks, paying for our food, wanting to stay longer in my company unless he liked me and was like having a good time. So we walked to the train station for him to get the train because then he was like, okay, I actually do need to go now because like he literally was not going to be home by like half 11 at this rate. So we walk to the train station and girls, I'm not joking. We go into fucking Waterloo Station and it's like the most horrific lighting I've ever seen in my life. Like, you know, the fucking lighting when you're at the dentist and put that light in your face and like every spot you've ever had to shows and like wrinkles show that haven't even formed yet. And then like, obviously he's, he's squinting his eyes because of course he fucking is from the translucent fucking light that is blinding us. And I'm like, oh, like baby's about to kiss me. Like, why is he closing his eyes? Why is he squinting his eyes? He's gonna kiss me. So I'm literally like, fuck this. We need to fucking kiss. I just need to kiss him to see like, what it's like and if there's still chemistry and if there's fireworks and like if my ovaries fucking explode into a million fucking pieces so literally gives me a hug we say goodbye and as he gave me the hug like we lingered we stood there and there was a linger and a smile and a bit of awkwardness so I look at him and I was like sorry you're gonna kiss me so obviously looking back I say are you gonna kiss me to loads of boys you've heard it once you've heard it a hundred times it's the thing I do it's the thing I go for but in this moment I just I looking back I feel like it probably wasn't the best thing to say like I think it, he was a bit nervous and it kind of did throw him a bit so I was like are you gonna kiss me and he was like oh yeah uh, yeah okay so he leans in and kisses me and we like peck and like after it I just felt like embarrassed and a bit awkward but like I did have butterflies I did have the chemistry like 100% like we kissed moved back and then kissed again and the second kiss I was like oh I'm feeling a little something a little tingle do you know what I'm saying so I was like okay great like but like when I left and said goodbye like I I was walking to the bus and I was like oh fuck I kind of do like feel a bit like like that was a bit awkward so anyway on the way back to the bus um I he oh by the way he was like oh god I'm so sorry I should have walked you to the bus like I'm so sorry I thought you were gonna get the tube like I really apologize like such a gent such a fucking nice guy I was like it's grand walking to the bus, bumped into one of my good friends and his boyfriend. And I'm like telling them, I'm like, oh my God, like I kind of have the ick at myself. Like I can't cope. Like, oh God, like just was that awful. Should I not have kissed him? Completely overthinking it, which once again is not me, which once again means I really fucking liked him. And they're like, no, oh my God, like it sounds like it went really well. Like it sounds like he really likes you. Don't worry. And I was like, congrats. So on the bus home, walking into my friend's house, I'm sending a voice message to one of my bestos telling her how like oh god I kind of have the ick at myself like I shouldn't have done it and all of a sudden my phone rings and he fucking rings me he fucking rings me he's like hi he's like my train's just pulling up just want to make sure like have you gotten home okay like blah 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 I'm like I am in love with you what a gent it hasn't even been half an hour and he's calling to make sure I fucking got home okay like nicest guy alive like in love with him so I'm like oh my god you're so kind literally walking in the door as we speak and he's like oh amazing I had such a great night and I'm like yeah same so we talk for a few minutes say our goodbyes then wake up the next morning two messages from him being like oh bumped into my friends on the tube thank we're on the train so god I had people to sit with also I got more food because he literally was eating all day and he's like never full ha 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 so the next day we're like texting and then I'm literally like I have a boyfriend I'm in love like that genuinely one of the best dates I've ever had in my life and I've had a lot of fucking dates as you know one of the best like literally in love with him like I literally cannot cope like I like he when he was like asking me like oh are, did you get him okay I was like 
I got home okay. Yeah, I'm fucking barely than okay. The only way I could be barely than okay right now is if you fucking came home with me and you fucking gave me the whole of what I've been looking for all day. Like, literally, it could not have been better. Like, I was in love. Anyway, the next week comes and the conversation just fucking disappears. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. But, like, it goes from, like, back and forth texting, voice messages, pics of our day to one or two messages no questions no effort so I was like look I'm gonna leave it like if he's not interested as I said before if a boy likes you you'll know and you won't have to question it I was questioning it so I said look it fuck it I'll just leave it anyway basically he didn't I didn't reply to his last message and a few days go by and he messages me again he's like hey how are you how's your week and I'm like unreal okay he passed the test he's won we're back in the game and then all of a sudden the fucking texting goes to shit again and I'm like why did you message me again like why did you message me again like I genuinely thought you were my boyfriend like the date went so well before we were acting like boyfriend and girlfriend then the texting goes to shit then I don't reply because I know you're not keen then you message me again and then the texting goes to shit again like I was getting ready to have a boyfriend to be in bed cuddling not having sex anymore and probably reading poetry to each other every night because I presume that's what people in relationships do but no now once again I'm back on the fucking apps and I'm back single ready to fucking mingle but this time with a broken heart so anyway, I just sent him a voice message. I was very blunt. I won't play the voice message, but I basically just said, hey, um, just want to send a voice message to say, like, what's the story? Obviously, we were getting on super well, texting all the time. Now I just feel like the conversation's kind of gone to shit. No offense, but do take offense to that, please. Um, And just not really sure what the vibe is. So I'd just rather you just be honest and let me know. So he replies, Hey, yeah, I know what you mean. I did have such a nice day with you. Honestly, the best date I've ever had. I guess I just wasn't sure how I felt afterwards. Like, I'm not sure what the vibe was. I'm not great at making decisions. Ha! It's not funny, Ryan. No need for the fucking ha ha ha's. But yeah, maybe you're right and we should leave it XX. So I replied being like, no probs. Yeah, I definitely want somebody who knows what they want. So for the best. He goes, that's fair enough. You're so, so lovely though. Take care and hopefully chat soon. Hopefully chat soon, Ryan. We will not be chatting for the fucking foreseeable. Also, he's online. Oh my God, me nerves, me nerves, me nerves. Also, does anyone feel like right now I just want to call him? I just want to fucking call him. I want to text him. I want to call him. Like, what is this toxic trait in me? Like... Should I? What if I just, I mean, what if I, what if I, imagine I just called him and had a conversation with him right here on the pot. How fucking iconic would that be? But no, Jesus Christ, I'm so toxic. Like the fact like I fully want to master him again just because he doesn't want me and I want him. But anyway, God, that was the depressing one, girls. We'll be having a little cry before I go to sleep tonight. There's been loads of great dates since and loads of great experiences that wouldn't have happened if he was my bae. So it just wasn't meant to be. Anyway, Jesus Christ. That was it. That was a fucking that was a fucking tough one, girls, I'll tell you. But anyway, as always, thank you so much for listening. There's a lot more goss to come, as always, at my expense. But we're here for a good time, not a long time. So stay tuned. Love you all. <laughs>